Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of Daniel chapter 6. Now, remember what was going on right here. Daniel was about to be raised up to second in command in the kingdom, below the king. He was currently one of the three commissioners over all the satraps, and now he's going to be put in charge of the commissioners. Well, as you can imagine, the commissioners and the satraps were not excited about this. So we saw in the last episode in Daniel chapter 6, verse 6, that the commissioners and the satraps came by agreement to the king. In other words, they'd worked out a plan, and they spoke to him as follows. They said, King Darius, live forever. All the commissioners of the kingdom, the prefects, the satraps, and the high officials, and the governors have consulted together that the king should establish a statute and enforce an injunction that anyone who makes a petition to any god or man beside you, O king, for 30 days shall be cast into the lion's den. In verse 8, now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that, so that it may not be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which may not be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document. That is the injunction. So as we saw in the previous episode, they lied to the king. They set the king up. Okay, They were trying to set Daniel up, but they lied to him about some things. Okay, Because they said, all the commissioners have agreed on this. Or they hadn't. Daniel was one of the commissioners. And I want us to see what happens in the very next verse, because this is really pivotal. And it continues to show us insight into Daniel himself. But it gives us understanding, perhaps, about how we should live when when we encounter things day in and day out. Verse 10 says this. Now, when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house. And then it says this in parentheses. Now, in his roof chamber, he had windows open toward Jerusalem, close parentheses. And he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God as he had been doing previously. Hmm. Well, now we learn a lot of things. Remember, the the, uh, satraps and commissioners tried to find something Uh, related to Daniel as to his job performance, some ground of accusation. But they couldn't find anything to accuse him of, and they couldn't find any corruption. So then they decided we're going to have to go after him in regard to the law of his God. Well, apparently they didn't find anything related to the law of his God, which they wouldn't have cared about anyway if he was breaking some Jewish law. So they talked the king into establishing a law and an injunction just for 30 days. They didn't want it to be for too long because they would be entrapped in this thing too. But just for 30 days, let's do this, and we're going to get Daniel. Well, Daniel hears about the document, but he continues doing what he had been doing before. So this is really important with some stuff. Again, verse 10, now when Daniel knew that the document was signed, he entered his house. Then the last part, it says, as he had been doing previously, he prayed Three times a day, he kneeled on his knees three times a day, facing Jerusalem. That's the reason it says the thing about his roof chamber had windows open toward Jerusalem. He continued doing that on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks 
before his God. See, these commissioners, these satraps, everybody around Daniel knew that he had an extraordinary spirit. They knew that the God that he served was the God of all gods, going all the way back to the time of Nebuchadnezzar. The people knew this, and the leadership could see Daniel. They knew what he was doing. They did this entire thing to set Daniel up. So what did Daniel do? Well, he continued doing what he had been doing previously. And there's a principle for us. There is wisdom now in the ways that we walk and the way that we do things, okay? But there's also examples right here that are given for us. Daniel was doing what he felt like God had called him to do. He was praying three times a day. He was facing Jerusalem. He opened up the windows toward Jerusalem and prayed facing that way. He did not change anything. When this law went into effect, he could have easily simply had closed the windows and continued praying three times a day, and nobody would have ever known. It wasn't that God commanded him to do this three times a day. No, it wasn't that God demanded him to do things that would get him in trouble. No, 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 it wasn't that at all. He just kept doing what he had been doing. Notice also that he didn't go before the king and start going, this isn't fair, you know, I shouldn't be uh, accused of anything. I shouldn't uh, be restricted in my uh, worship of the God that I want to worship in the way that I want to. No, we don't see any of that. We don't see any of this whiny snowflake complaining kind of thing. No, but we also see that Daniel knew what was going on. He knew that the document was signed. Now, I don't think he knew about the document before because he would not have approved of it. Okay? He wouldn't have approved of uh, an injunction, a dictate going out that you only worship the king for 30 days. No. But when he found out that this was done, he knew in totality what it was. But he did not change what he had been doing previously because his heart was pure before God, because what he was doing was what he felt like God wanted him to do. Folks, we're facing times exactly like that now. It is actually illegal to preach portions of the Word of God right now. Do you know that? In, in the Western world, in the United States, it is illegal to preach the truth of the Word of God. People say, oh, that's not true, that's not true. You know, well, yeah, it is. Just because nobody's been, you know, uh, perked, walked out from the pulpit yet doesn't mean that there haven't been laws and dictates and mandates and injunctions passed that go against what the Word of God say, says, goes against the principles of God. So what are we to do? I think we're to keep on doing what we've been doing previously. Now, as I said earlier, That doesn't mean that there aren't times that you don't walk in wisdom. You may realize, okay, I'm not going to do this in this way. I'm going to do it this way. That's fine. You know, let each man do as he determines in his own heart, right? Nothing wrong with that. But I really want us to see that Daniel was not sidetracked by the games that were being played by the commission of the satraps. Daniel was not going to be drawn in to the arguments of the world. This is not fair and that's not fair and all that kind of foolishness. No, He just continued doing what he had been doing previously. And by so doing, he was saying this, God, I'm trusting you in this situation. I'm trusting you in the midst of all this. I'm going to continue worshiping you as I have. I'm going to continue being faithful to you. And then, Lord, you take care of me as you do, 
as you desire. You know, this one little verse is really quite uh, revelatory because it shows how these guys knew the pattern and practices of Daniel. It shows how evil they were, that this they knew this is going to be the only way that they'd be able to get Daniel. And they weren't going to be able to get Daniel in any way because he wasn't going to compromise. So they had to set up their own king and entrap their own king in something that would turn around and entrap Daniel and do away with him. Or so they thought. <laughs> you likely know the rest of the story. We'll look at it in the next episode, okay? So again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you then.